at the age of 72, I went, I better write it before I forget it all. And I, I got it all down. The book is out. People are starting to read it and enjoy it. Thank God. Hi there, and welcome in to a brand new week on Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Actor Ed Begley Jr. comes from a family of military heroes. Ed has appeared in hundreds of films, television shows, and stage performances. His iconic movie appearances include An Officer and a Gentleman, This is Spinal Tap, The Accidental Tourist, Batman Forever, and Pineapple Express. He's a recurring cast member in the hilarious mockumentaries of Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy, including Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, For Your Consideration, and Mascots. We are thrilled to have Ed Begley Jr. join us here on Celebrity Salute. Hi, Ed. Randy, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? Great to talk to you. Likewise. Hey, so um, our audience is mainly active duty military veterans and their families. And uh, do you have do you have any uh, military folks in your family? My father was in the Navy. He bless his heart. He went over to Vietnam and met a lot of people in hospitals and on shipboard and, you know, in different military bases. So he was a great man, and I miss him still. And my father had that wonderful connection, so I have it thanks to him. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's just the Vietnam vets especially uh, never got their their honor. I mean, they were never treated the way they I should agree. be treated. And we have a lot of Vietnam vets that, uh, you know, all they want to do is just kind of give back to uh, to other veterans, which is so special. It is special, and it's, we need to tell them welcome back. We're a little late, but we need to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I can't tell you how much I admire your work. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've done so. You've, you've done so many different kinds of projects. Of course, uh, the, everything that you've done with uh, the mighty wind. How was that experience? It was great because I'm working with Chris Guest and Michael McKean and Harry Shearer, you know, wonderful, talented actors, writers, directors, all of them. And uh, then you throw in the mix Eugene Levy. Uh, you know, you have Michael Higgins, uh, you know, these Fred Willard, right. Posey, for God's sake. Oh, right, right. Actor she is. Everybody in those movies. And it's Chris and Eugene Levy that did the heavy lift, lifting, they would write the treatment, the 25-page treatment, Randy, <laughs> the backbone, the spine of the thing. And so then we would go and just basically have a party because the, the treatment had been done, and we just make up lines that we think appropriate, and Chris would direct us more of this, less of that, move the first thing to the third, move the third thing to the first <laughs> in that monologue that you're doing. And Chris is just brilliant with that, so he makes... One wonderful movie after another. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, that has to be so much fun, Ed. Uh, I mean, that has to be unlike any experience that you worked on, because you're just making it up as you go, right? Yeah. I knew they were on to something. Even when I had a little tiny part in Spinal Tap, I played the first drummer, and I had no lines whatsoever. But the way they shot it and cut it together, I was getting laughs just sitting there playing the drums. So, <laughs> you know, Rob is brilliant, and Chris and all of them, they're just incredible talented people the next movie after spinal tap the one that first one that chris directed with that same group was called uh waiting for god oh i'm not in that but 
forget who's in it. It's my favorite of all of them. So oh. you know I'm being fair. So uh, funny. Because, you know, I didn't have enough. I had no vested interest in it, but what a great movie. But then after that, a close second would be Best in Show, which I was in. Yeah. Oh, I love Best in Show. Me too. Oh. It's so good. Second of my favorite Chris Guest movie. <laughs> to the Temple of Tranquility and Step on It, which sounds like a Christopher Guest line, actually. Uh, <laughs> very much like that. That sort of ironic, uh, irony and that sort of juxtaposition. You know, I was friends with a wonderful actor named Dick Stahl, and he actually said that line in real life. He had planned this trip to the Far East to go to this ashram, and he was late with the flight and late with the boat and late with this and that. So he was so harried that he ran up the dock and hopped in a taxi. He said to the driver, the Temple of Tranquility, and step on it. <laughs> the driver started to laugh, and he started to laugh and realized the absurdity of it. So serenity is not something you rush. You experience it when you're ready, and, uh, and you certainly can't get serenity as I tried to do, which is, you know, trying to get it out of a, a bottle of Stolichnaya. You know, you can't get serenity. You can get it that way, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't recommend it. There's a lot of danger that comes with it, and it's not real serenity. It's manufactured. So, well, so Ed, what? Uh, do how did you know that it was time for you to write your memoir? It started with my daughter coming to me with her smartphone saying, I want to record some of these stories about your dad and you and your grandparents. And she just started to copy them, you know, to audio recording on her smartphone, but she wasn't available all the time. So I started to write some of the stuff down myself on computer. And that's when it happened, Randy. It became the keyboard and the computer became like a Ouija board that actually worked. You know, I started <laughs> wanting to write something about in the attic of my mind going up there and uncovering something, but it took me down to the basement of my memory bank. And a whole other story I hadn't thought of in 50 years, Randy, was suddenly being typed out on the computer. Wow. So I, I wanted to get it down. You know, I'm 74 years of age now. I started it two years ago. So at the age of 72, I went, I better write it before I forget it all. And I, I got it all down. The book is out. and People starting to read it and enjoy it. Thank God. Uh, did you do the uh, audio book yourself? I did. That was great fun. I enjoyed that as much as writing it. I'll bet. Recording it when it was done. Yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, and you do, you, this is very candid uh, too, Ed. I mean, you do talk about some of your uh, addiction situations. And how did you, how did you finally work your way out of that? You know, there's a saying, I can't, but we can. You know, a group can sometimes help a person. Be part of a group makes, uh, you know, a, a greater sum in the separate parts, you know, one and one equals three. If you, if you want to get well, if you want to get sober. So mm. I did that 12 step groups have a great success ratio. And so I involved myself in that. And here it is many years later from 1979, when I finally got the message and stayed with it and I'm sober, you know, over 40 years. Wow. And kind of miraculous. Wow. So it, it can work and it did work for me. And also, it helps you not just stay sober, but it's a good plan for living, to live an ethical life, life where you're not lying to people about different things. And I certainly had other addictions besides drug and, drugs and alcohol. I was a gambling addict, and uh, you know, I wasn't uh, a good husband in my first marriage because I had that kind of addiction, philandering. And so I've gotten well in all those areas, and 
I can promise you it's a lot better to live that way. Wow. Wow. Boy, that is uh, very, very candid and very honest. Uh, you know, there, there are so many great stories in here. Uh, can you just quickly tell us a story about the time that you were summoned to Marlon Brando's house? Yeah, happily. You know, I get, I kept getting invited up there because I realized the ground rules early on. You did not talk about show business. He didn't want to talk about acting, writing, directing, film editing, train seals, puppetry, claymation. He wanted nothing to do with show business. He wanted to talk about solar panels, wind turbines, you know, plumbing, drywall. <laughs> and so I got summoned up there one day after being up there many times over the years. And he left a message on the machine that clearly was a game changer. He said, Ed, I've got a project I want to do with you. I've got the funding in place and I have distribution. So get up here. Let's talk about it. This is important. You heard what I just said, right, Randy? He's got a right. There's a project he wants to do. He's got the funding and the distribution. Right. Clearly, he's talking about a movie. Right, right. And I go up there and finally I realize he's talking about electric eels. He wants to run his house on electric eels. <laughs> I, I thought he was winding me up. He actually thought you could get some form of usable power out of electric eels. So fortunately. He didn't like sycophants, so I didn't say, oh, Marlon, what a wonderful idea. Let's do it tomorrow. I said, that's not going to work in a million years. There's no usable power. You're going to get sustainable power out of an electric eel. It's a quick zap they do for a fraction of a second, and it's done. And so I, I saved him from wasting time on a bad idea. But he had many inventions that he did, several of them successful. He did a thing with this brilliant man, Dr. Craven where they came up with something called deep ocean uh, water cooling. Huh. So they cool things in the tropics. Rather than spend a lot of money on electricity, they cool it with deep ocean water, which is quite cold. And it's much more energy efficient than, you know, air conditioning and things like that, normal air conditioning. Very, very bright man. He had a patent attorney on retainer at all times. Wow. Marlon did and did some great things with it. Well, Ed, on that front, by the way, I just want to thank you for all of your efforts in trying to save this planet. I had a conversation with William Shatner the other day, and I asked him if he was over the effects of going into space. And he said physically he is, but emotionally he wasn't, because from that vantage point, he could see, and it saddened him to see, uh, the deterioration of our beautiful planet. But I want to thank you so much for all of your efforts. You too for being part of it, Randy. I, I know that you are. I can hear and sense that you are. So Absolutely. Thank you for that. We can do it. We've proven we could do it in L.A. with the L.A. air. It's not dirty than it was in 1970 with the first birthday. It's a lot cleaner. We can do it on a worldwide basis. we just got to set to it and start now. You are the man to the Temple of Tranquility and Step on It, a memoir from Ed Begley Jr. Ed, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me on, buddy. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.